This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Hi, Jason Gibbs, Joy Production Manager. It's Radiothon time. We still need Joy and we need your support. If you appreciate our free podcast service, our voice for the LGBTI community globally and the volunteers that make our service possible, please sign up, renew your Joy membership or make a tax-deductible donation before June 30 to keep our service possible. You may win a prize. Head to joy.org.au and click on either the Become a Member or Donate tabs to support us. If you appreciate our podcast service, let us know in the comment section when making your donation. Joy Podcasts, where you want them, when you want them, at joy.org.au and on iTunes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Tuesday Tag Team. It is 24 minutes to 7 this morning. You're with Hunter and Dave, the Apprentice. We're resting the stars again today. Harry is out on the bench. Harry's out. That's right. And unfortunately, I did reach out to Margaret Court to fill in for her, but she's flat out today. She's flat out. She's not playing with Pontus, though. She's flat out. Now, I can't believe it's the two gays today. Yes, yes. You know, um, technically, Harry is gay, though. Yeah. I keep saying this morning, I have to keep reminding you how it works. Oh, the text messages might be popping. <laughs> Starting off to a good point. Who else could we have asked to to, uh, to sub in for her, do you think? Uh, Margaret Court's a really good one. I did reach out to Chappelle. Yeah, Chappelle was unavailable, not seen. Mercedes was desperate to come in. I said, yeah. no, babe. I said, no, we've there? had you on before. Who else is there? Um, Shane Warne? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, anyway... We've got a special edition of Nan Talk. We do. You're going to jump in yes, on Nan I'm Talk. I'm adding my granddad into the mix. We need a new name for it. We can't call it Nan Talk if you're doing it with your Nan Man Talk. I'm Nan Man Talk. I like that. I like that. And I want to talk to you about my a friend, in inverted commas, a friend of mine okay. had a one-night stand that's ended uh, hilariously formally. So I'd like to uh, tell you all about that. Oh, I can't wait. It's Joy 94.9. It's the tag team with Hunter Dave. Joy.org.au I hear you've had a little celebrity run-in with yourself. Well, I, I just think to myself, this is my own thoughts, obviously, but I think I finally made it. You made know? it as a... Made it as a celebrity. Well, because we call you Dave the Apprentice yeah. here, so you're sort of in like the, what would you call it, like the, the training stages of being a like a radio pro. Well, yeah, and exactly, and jumping on with you guys, you know, being breakfast Yeah, uh, and Harry's not here today, so yeah. it really is the master and the apprentice today. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so I'm getting my hair cut uh, short sides and back, obviously, you can see. Traditional. Compliment me whenever you want. Oh, where um, did you get the haircut, Dave? <laughs> and the, the the barber says to me, oh, says to the few people in the waiting room, oh, Dave's on Joy. Dave's Sorry, on so Joy. the barber is talking to, like, entertaining Just the other guests. Entertaining customers. everybody else. Right. And then the other guy getting his haircut goes, oh, what program are you on? I'm like, oh, I do Family Matters on Thursday nights and I do the tag team on Tuesday mornings. He goes, oh, I listen to the tag team. Hey! Always nice like, to meet a fan, you said. Yeah, exactly. So here I am signing the back of your shirt. Uh, but I'm like, I'm Dave the Apprentice. And he was like, I know, I know you, I know you. And did he say, like, did he give you any feedback or, you know? Well, he said the tag favorite. team's his favourite show on Joy. Oh, so, um, oh, what's his name? Let's give him a shout out. I'm uh, not sure what his name is. But, uh, Joy.org.au 
Now, you look like you're going to look on your face at the moment, Hunter, uh, Hunter that you want to talk about uh, animals that uh, pop up unexpectedly. Oh, what's that look? Describe that look for people. It's a bit startled. Oh, like a yeah, possum. Like, oh, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I do want to talk about it. You read that right. You read that face right. It's all off the back of this poor fellow called Terry Selwood. Have you heard about Terry? What's I have heard. Yeah. Oh, Tessa. 73 he is, Terry. Yeah. And he's made it all through life without any particular dramas. And then yesterday, he was off fishing off Evans Head in New South Wales. And you'll never guess what happened, mate. The world's biggest mother effing shark has leapt up out of the ocean and landed in his boat with him. Wow! And we're not talking like some gummy. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. not talking some baby shark. It's a 2.7 metre long great white shark. 2.7 metre long. And do you know how long the boat was? How long? 1.4 metres. Wow. Wide, actually, because that would then sink the boat probably yeah. if it was that big. <laughs> yeah, but right. that doesn't leave a lot of room in a no. boat when you're in there and it's 1.4 metres long and you've got a 2.7 metre shark in there. Now, I'm not a big fan of fishing, but when I think of fishing, I think, you know, peacefully... You know, sitting in your boat. That's right. Lying out. Just serenity. Just enjoying the serenity. Enjoying the last serenity. thing you want the last thing you want in life is a big great white shark on your lap. No, that's right, to be leaping in the boat with you. It's absolutely terrifying. And I wouldn't blame old Terry Selwood if he doesn't get back in that fishing boat again. If you haven't seen the pictures, you probably you won't be able to avoid them today. They're everywhere. But jump online and have a look because the poor old shark is sat in the bottom of the boat and Terry couldn't get out of there fast enough. So what's happened to Tezza? What's he what's he said? What's his He says, there I was on all fours. He's looking at me. I'm looking at him. Oh, it sounds familiar, Dave, doesn't it? (laughs) Joy.org.au Am Am I a banker? banker? Is that where our... (laughs) That was a bit of a... Whoa, okay. Yeah, that's where our Radiothon money went on that. Oh, you stole my joke. <laughs> oh, Thanks for your memberships. It's really paid off. Uh, the segment, if you missed it, it's called uh, Am I a Banker? Am I a banker? We're using a bit of Cockney Arami slang yeah. to get around the suits up in corporate. Yeah. Get around the stiffs here at Joy. They won't let us use the words we want to use. So I was down on the uh, Mornington Peninsula yesterday for a bit of a work lunch on. Okay, um, already, already, bit of a banker. <laughs> <laughs> anybody, anybody saying a work luncheon okay, it gets, is banking it, some bankers. It gets worse as well. I'm going to finish down the morning peninsula. Um, I decided just after lunch I'll wander into the cellar door. Um, oh, okay. Segment's over. You're a banker. <laughs> <laughs> so I started having a look at the uh, some of their... Uh, some of the vino. Yeah, some of their reds, uh, some of their pinots and whatever else. And um, there was a cute guy there as well. Um, now, was he working? No, he wasn't working. He was just uh, sampling some just of the... Just swanning around the cellar door too? Yeah, just sampling some of the morning peninsula's finest. So I started talking to him and whatever else. And he asked me, uh, what do you do? What do you do for work type thing? Um, so I explained it briefly. I, I barely know myself. Um... But we got talking a little bit. Okay. I didn't. My gator wasn't sort of kind of going off or not, but he was a, a very attractive guy. So you were getting a vibe? I was getting or... a vibe. Yeah, I was getting a vibe. Yeah. So I decided that I'll use my business card. And I gave him, as he goes, what do you do? I said, oh, there you go. Gave him my business card. He'd go on the website. So you, how much chatting were you doing? Because that's quite a lot of chatting with, for a stranger. Probably chatted for about 90 seconds. How did this conversation even start? But over, over, the, over the reds. Oh, of course. Yeah, because I sampled... A red, and he was sampling the red as well. S- you wanna, would you like to sup from mine? Yeah, <laughs> I'll sup from yours. You sup from a mine. A bit of that. So I gave him my business card. Said, "Oh, that's what I do." Okay. Just got my name and phone All number right. on there, and Just email. Just gave him the business card. Yeah, and then I've hear won- that silence, mate. That's the sound of people deliberating if you're a banker or not. And so it's so <laughs> quiet because the answer's obvious. So then on the way out, I said to him, uh, "Shoot me an email. Uh, tell me, a, uh, give me a recommendation." Well. First of all, I'm going to clap you because that is very brave of you. It is. It yeah. is very brave of you. Is that the sort of thing you normally do? Uh, I guess so, yeah. You've done it before? Yeah, I like to be brave and yeah, yeah. Do that thing. Because a lot of people 
come across people then you never see them again. Absolutely. Just take yeah. a risk. Yeah, no, I would never do that. I'd never be brave so, enough to do that. So, is it time? So, you want to know, you want the people to decide, really, if you're a banker for, for doling out your business card as you peruse the cellar door down on the Mornington Peninsula. What suburb of the Mornington Peninsula we're in? That's important. Uh, Red Hill, I think it was. Red Hill? Okay. Yeah. Not, not 100% yeah, yeah. banker. Can you press that sound effect? Am I a banker? Joy.org.au I've been quite yeah. depressed um, yep. and I've been quite sad. And you probably thought that's because I'm doing the show just with you. <laughs> you just told my joke again. <laughs> and you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but also I've been feeling the burn because um, I've made a, a series of terrible financial decisions and I'm worried I'll never be able to pull myself up. Because let me take you back to the year 2013, Dave, when I learned about a little thing called Bitcoin. Oh. You heard about Bitcoin? I've heard about it, but... It's like a digital currency. Yeah, okay. um, it's been around for, for about, I think, since 2011. So I got onto it quite early, you know, and I thought, give this a whirl. Um, I talked my work into buying one. I said, we should buy one, see what happens. Okay. They agreed. We put it on the telly. We bought the Bitcoin. And it was not easy to buy. Like, I had to, like, go to the bank and deposit money to a secret account. And then I had the Bitcoin, right? And okay. the good news is that it's now been nearly five years, and the value of the Bitcoin has gone from $120 when I bought it to over $4,000. Oh, it should be cashing in, in- any time now should be you? cashing it right in oh, mate. so you are except there's a problem I lost the bloody bitcoin <laughs> so when I think of bitcoin is it like a big coin or okay, how no, does it work I'm not saying big how coin how do you lose it <laughs> bitcoin well it's very confusing and, and part of the reason I've lost it is because I've never really understood what it was okay know? yeah I um, don't either but it's like a, a, a digital code that you keep on your computer and you have to access it using a password and I for the life of me don't know what the password is have you tried all of them? Have you done the forgot your password I have, reset? Yeah. And I can remember when the Bitcoin man set it up, he made it something to do with me. Like sexy hunter or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Funny and informative hunter or something like that. So I've tried all of those, but I got nothing. I got nothing. And it's not a good look at work because they think I'm faking it. Yeah. They think I'm, you know, off to Monaco. And if you're waltzing in on a Monday morning with a new pair of shoes or a new jumper or That's a new hat, right. they'll be thinking, Hunter, we know where the yeah, Bitcoin yeah. is. Been down to the bank of Bitcoin, have you made? Yeah. Um but it you know, it's a lot worse for other people because um I did meet this poor turkey who um, is the editor of a tech website, no mm. less. And in uh, 2012, he bought 1,400 Bitcoins yep. for $25. Oh, wow. Guess what the value of them is today? How much? $4.8 million. Oh, dollars. my goodness. And guess what he did with his Bitcoins? Pop them on an external hard drive and send them to the tip. Oh, Can you imagine? Oh, God. It makes you sick. It makes you sick, doesn't it? So how does it work? Is it like a share? Is it like shares? Yeah, similar to shares. You can tra- cash them in for traditional Australian currency. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But I, I did think if I had have done that, if I had put all my fortune on on a external hard drive and chucked it down the tip, I don't reckon I could ever bounce back from that. No, like, you can't. I'm a bitter no. person. I just have to bounce back just from this hour of radio. That's a- um, now, with the Bitcoin, did you pass the hat around the workplace to get a bit of uh, donations? To try and bump it up. To buy the no, Bitcoin. No, 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 because they're sus me. Rumours started spreading that I had bought five of them. I was like, no, no, no. And they were like, no, we remember the person who bought them bought five of them. I'm like, I am the person who bought them. Like, I've been stressed about having lost this Bitcoin for about three years. Every time Bitcoin's in the news, I get a text from my friend being like, Bitcoin's in the news, thinking of you. (laughs) So are your colleagues, like, uh, at the front gates of your Turak house trying to find out where your Bitcoin is? (laughs) Are they shaking the gates? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're at the barricades. It's like a process. Scab, scab. <laughs> My nana, scab. she uh, used to be a maid at a, um, a posh house in England. My granddad was a butler. She was the maid. I'm from very posh stock, Dave. You need to understand that. Um, and the, the house was owned. This doesn't sound real, but it is. The house was owned by Alice from Alice in Wonderland. 
Yeah, I think she was dead, but it was the family home of Alice, right? And my nan used to be the caterpillar. No, my nan... <laughs> my nan used to um, just pilfer lots of the crockery and take it with her, you know? Oh, okay. So one day she needed a photo album as well, so she just went into a cupboard, found some old photo album that no one needed, and it was full of postcards, so she just burnt them all, right? And popped her own photos of my dad and stuff in there. But she kept four photos at the back of the book. Right, so she took them home. It became the f- photo album. Years I don't know later, keep <laughs> telling it. Years later, we look at the postcards that are left over, and they're from Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> I don't know. It's like this is like when reality and fiction like meet each yeah. other. So I know it sounds silly, but um, Alice was a real person that Lewis Carroll knew. So Lewis Carroll was the author and he knew Alice. And, and so the postcards were from Lewis Carroll to Alice and there were some from Alice to her mum. And so she got one of them valued because she only has two left and she got one valued and it's worth a fortune. Oh, wow. But she reckons she might have burnt 60 to 70 of them. So Joy.org.au Speaking of adults, mate, it's time for you to take your ma- it's time for you to take your maiden journey Ooh. on the good ship Nan Talk. Oh, I've been on Nan Talk! Okay. okay, you're going to have to work yeah, on that, but that's okay. You've never participated in Nan Talk before because... Yeah, this is my first ever. Yeah, because you don't have a Nan. No, I don't. Sorry no. to rub your nose in that. Sadly. It's the truth. She's passed away three years ago. But you do have... I do have a granddad. That's right. And uh, we've always had a bit of an interest in lawn bowls. We've socially played together, and I made my sort of debut with him a couple of Saturdays ago. That's right, your semi-professional, semi-professional debut. Yeah, semi-professional debut. Can I just say how adorable that is, by the way, that you're playing oh. lawn bowls? What's his name? Alan. With Alan. Alan, my granddad. Down at the club. Yes, uh, he's English. And you liked it because you said it made you feel young at heart. It did, actually. It really did. Um, So I was... I'm not going to blow my own trumpet, but I will. Um, I was quite talented at lawn bowls. Oh, you're good at it. But there was a few little technical things that I wasn't great on, but my natural talent was... It showed that I got some potential. Yeah, and you can bend at the knee, which gives you an advantage. Yes. So a few of the old guys were, you know, rallying around me at the end of it, saying, I can't believe this is your first time. Really? I'd like to see you in three or four years' time. Oh. Thinking that I'm not going to be like the next... Am I like the Ian Thorpe of lawn bowls or something? Yeah, let alone in 50 years' time. Yeah. So I've got a lot of time to improve. So Granad wants me to play proper... Like, the, the lawn balls are proper in the summer. That's when it's a bit more serious. The, the real Saturday. competition. Yeah, the real competition. Yeah, he wants me to play in that. It needs to be a bit warmer, easier on the joints. Yeah, exactly. So he actually wants me to do some training with him or go and seek a coach. Right. Yeah. And how are you, are you into it? Well, I really I feel like I will play lawn balls eventually, but I'm only young. So I've got no, I think so you've got to get on board, mate. But this I, is like you've got to work out where when you have the greatest chance of going to the Olympics and just go for it. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm not sure that it's at the Olympics, but it is at the Commonwealth Games. It is at the, It clashes with cricket in the summer. Oh. I play cricket. So it clashes time-wise with cricket. There is more money in cricket too, isn't there? But I'm not going to play for Australia or anything. No. Will you maybe play for a Victoria? No. No, no, no. No, no, no I'm just like... I've made it. Yeah, no, you could be the top of the top. It's but, better to be a big fish in an old pond than a young fish in a big pond. <laughs> <laughs> but also, my granddad's 77. You know what happens to old people. Is that he's healthy, fit as a bull, but you yeah. just never know at that age. So my chance of playing with him you know, is quite limited. Getting you know, slimmer every day. Yeah. 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 Tick, tick, tick. Joy 94.9 is a GLBTIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.